0: hello friends this is brian gibbs welcome to the torch we are at a red alert moment a high alert moment here in the united states of america we have been told that our terror threat alert is at the highest place that it's ever been since right before 9 11. i have said this before i will say it again today if we choose to ignore reality we will not be able to ignore the consequences that come because of ignoring reality we're going there today all that and so much more Welcome to the torch. Those of you that are listening, those of you that are watching, this is Brian Gibbs, and i uh, just really blessed that you're with us today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you for jumping in. Thankful uh, for really how the Lord is taking <clears throat> uh, this ministry uh, and the podcast to so many lives throughout our country and lives uh, internationally as well. I do want to get right to the point today, um, and so I want to pray and uh, just get right to the meat of uh, why we are here today. And uh, so, Father, I just thank you so much for every listener, Uh, those that are viewing today, those that are with us today. Father, I thank you for this opportunity that we have to be a voice and to be a messenger in this hour. And Father, I always want to be faithful to point people to you And faithful to be your messenger and father I pray that you'll just take this and you'll you'll release it and the winds of your spirit will take it and that many will take it far and wide and Lord it will strengthen the intercessors it will strengthen the watchmen it will strengthen leaders moms and dads teenagers Lord whoever's jumping into this father I just I bless them and I strengthen them in the name of the Lord Father, I thank you that in you we live and we move and we have our being. I thank you that you are a good and perfect Father. I thank you, Lord, that there is nothing going on in the realm of our life that you don't have your throne resting upon. We are your covenant sons and daughters. You are with us. Jesus, you will never leave us. You will never forsake us. And I thank you, Father, that in this hour of great shaking, Father, we pray today, that all that must be shaken will be shaken so that your eternal kingdom can remain. Father, thank you again for this opportunity. Once again, Lord, thank you for all those that are watching and viewing and listening today in Jesus name, direct our course. Amen. And amen. We are, we are really at a high, highest probably alert, um, as far as watchfulness in our country a red alert and I want to look at Proverbs chapter 22 and verse three for a moment here I'm going to be reading out of the New Living Translation it says a prudent person foresees danger and takes precaution the simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences Out of the Passion Translation, it says it this way, a prudent person with insight foresees danger coming and prepares himself for it. That's so good. But the senseless rush blindly forward and they suffer the consequences. I think that's a really good foundation to where we want to go today. As I have said here on the torch so many times, if we choose to ignore reality, We are not going to be able to ignore the consequences that come by ignoring reality. We are in a red alert moment, a high alert moment. Um, I know that last week um, I issued a very strong warning. I know that so many have reached out to me, even today, um, coming in before we got into the studio and began praying and talking so many had reached out to me even this morning concerning last week's torch. Um, New people that had received it as well reached out, thanked me, uh, and I greatly appreciate that. And uh, of course, I'm just one of many uh, messengers and want to stay faithful to what the Lord is asking me to do. And so today as we film this, we are actually at December 7th. We film on Thursday's release on Fridays. Today is December 7th. Um, today is the 82nd anniversary of Pearl Harbor, um, the surprise attack by Japan on America. Of course, Roosevelt was the one that said that this day will forever live in infamy. And as we spoke about last week on the torch, that is that that surprise attack is what launched America into World War II. And also, as I said last week, World War II was going on for more than it was going on for more than 2 years but that single attack launched us into it and thank god that the nazis and the and hitler and the third reich was stopped but let me say today they must be stopped in our own hour they have new names they're the same devils but they they've got new names so i think we we need to listen up today i want to say <clears throat> do not ignore warnings. I, I, I want to be as clear as I can today. Um, do not ignore warnings, especially when they come from the Holy Spirit, and um, but also we are we are hearing of warnings not only prophetically, but we're hearing from leaders in our country and voices in the country. Um, concerning the level of terror threat. And we're going to be talking about that today. And, of course, I'm going to be speaking specifically um, on some places in our southern border as well. Um, And as I alluded to last week, um, if we just remember the attack that came in Israel, and I believe that this is just a prophetic insight Remember, we we see in part, we prophesy in part, we know in part, this is this is 1 Corinthians 13, 9. And so when we release a word, it's not the whole word, but I just want to give you a prophetic insight that in Israel on October the 7th, when that attack came, it came from their southern border. Hear those words. It came from their southern border and there was a breakdown of communications and intelligence. And so... Um, I think you all understand what I'm saying, obviously, as we are talking about America uh, right now as well. Just days ago, according to the FBI director, the U.S. terror threat is now at an all-time high, even higher than the days leading up to 9-11. And of course, 9-11, we're talking 2001. The the FBI director uh, has warned Congress of several times over the past several months that our open border has magnified this deadly danger. And hopefully it's not going to take a terrorist attack for this administration. I hate even calling them an an administration, but I'm just going to use that word today. Hopefully it's not going to take a terrorist attack for this administration to wake up and change its dangerous border policies. We're seeing we're seeing all levels of people, Iranians attack, uh, 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 Iranians coming through the border, Afghans coming through the border, Chinese coming through the border, uh, thousands of Chinese uh, migrants just walking in. Uh, of course, China, it's uh, not breaking news today. China is our biggest adversary in the world, in present world right now. Uh, it would be really easy just to mix in, you know, Chinese agents uh, with hundreds of migrants. And so um, thousands are coming across our southern border. They're not being identified. We have no idea who they are. We have no idea what their intentions are. We have thousands of getaways. And never forget this, friends. It only took only 18 terrorists to bring our entire country to its knees on September the 11th, 2001, starting at 817 a.m. and I remember that day like it was right now boy do I remember that day and I knew I know exactly what was going on and where my wife and I were at that time where we were at in the storyline of our ministry and um, I'll never forget that day yet right now we have thousands upon that well millions but we have thousands of unknowns from all over the world, from every country that you can imagine walking through our borders unchecked like a stroll in the park. It's just, it's unbelievable. Our national security is not secure at all. And, and so here we are. I, I was thinking, remember the statement from 9-11, if you see something, say something. And many of you listening out there, you may be old enough to remember that. Um, during 9/11, it was if you if you see something, say something. That is so important. Um, I was just many of you know just three three and a half weeks ago. I was back in Washington D.C. I was at the um, Israeli embassy. I was speaking to uh, one of our congressmen concerning. Um, things that they were uh, seeing that was going on in Washington, D.C., terror-related as far as activity and movement. I think it's so important um, just to remember these words in this hour today throughout the De- December of 2023. If you see something, say something. If you see something, go to law enforcement immediately. Can I get an amen? And so we have a, um, a wide-open border right now, of course, that we have epic dangers pouring through not only drugs, but guns and disease and sex trafficking and of the abusing of children, abusing of women, the abusing of, of small little children, boys and girls. About 20 hours ago, the story broke out of Arizona um, where the sheriff Lamb, Sheriff Lamb, claimed that illegal borders, uh, border crossers are giving th- this is unbelievable. A free plane ticket, a cell phone, and a gift certificate of five thousand dollars. It's just it's just hard to even get those words out of my mouth. It's crazy. It's absolutely lunacy. What is going on? I I don't understand how Congress and the Senate cannot stop everything and deal with the Southern border right now. So we understand there's an invasion. There's an invasion on the Southern border of shockingly millions of illegals. And now we're getting word that they're getting $5,000 gift cards. Uh, Of course, we understand we are the ones that are also paying for those um, cards as well. So, uh, hello. Uh, stolen elections have consequences. Uh, point noted. I think that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? So, the present open borders policy in America right now—it's—it's like a—it's like a, uh, like a mat that's just laid out. It's a—it's a welcome mat that's laid out for our enemies right now. And as I said several weeks ago. Uh, our enemies have taken this opportunity. The lifetime of an opportunity has to be seized or maximized in the in the lifetime of that opportunity. And that's exactly what our enemies have done. And there are real, folks, there are real enemies, not only outside the borders of America, but they're presently inside this country. And what we have been praying for, and I want to say again, this this does not let us Don't let that cause you to go into fear mode, but it should cause you to go into preparation mode so that you have the necessities of life, the necessities for your family, to protect your family, uh, to watch over your family, and also, above all, we are loaded with the arsenal of intercessory prayer. And uh, you better believe that the Holy Spirit can keep you uh, safe, He can keep you alive, and uh the Holy Spirit's done that for me personally, literally kept me alive. So in the news right now, uh we have brand new records of illegal invaders. Yesterday, just yesterday, twelve thousand uh illegals poured over the southern border in one day. The FBI is now warning that our terror threat for America is at an all-time high. This is coming directly again from the FBI director. Um <clears throat> Let's see here. I was just going through my notes here. Yeah, so we have we have 1,500 miles of basically open land, and that's just our southern border. And of course, the northern border is very open too. Um, and Joe Biden and this this rogue regime, or whatever you want to call it, um, have purposely done this. Um, we've never seen a time like this, folks. We we have never we're we're in such such uncharted territory for our country. We've we've never seen a day like this, and we've never seen our enemies just just flooding through, flooding through. And so, uh, FBI Director Christopher Wray he warned on Tuesday that America's, uh, or excuse me, he said that terror threats in America are at an all time high as. Uh, as high as the following time of October the 7th, when the attack on Israel came. And then Lin- Lindsey Graham, Republican from South Carolina, he asked Ray to describe the current uh, threat matrix, okay? And I'm definitely not here cheering for Lindsey Graham, but I'm quoting what has happened here. And so Ray's from the FBI's words was, what I would say is that that this is a unique what is unique about the environment, and I'm quoting here, that we're in right now in my career is that while there may have been times over the years where individual threats could have been higher here or there um, than were than they were right now, I've never seen a time where all the threats Or so many of the threats are all elevated, all exactly at the same time. And that's in quotes by the FBI director. So, you know, we're watching over 12,000 people come through the last 24 hours. I read the report concerning in the month of November, November, uh, November, 2023, we had over 360,000 illegals coming through. The White House does absolutely nothing. Ninety five percent of them are militant fighting age men. Uh, So what is Joe Biden's solution? Uh, Let's fund more clerical help uh, to process illegals more quickly while. The terror threat. Is at an all time high? It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. And so we have to continue to demand that our elected officials direct their intelligence, that they, we, in, we send all law enforcement. We have to seal the southern border up. We have to seal it up. You know, it's something that we pray all the time. You know, when, when we're ministering to people uh, inside the ministry you know, for inner healing and for uh, deliverance, We're always praying, sealing up the doors and the access that the enemy would have. Seal those doors up. First of all, renounce the sin, repent of the sin, come out from the sin, but then what do you do? You give the devil no place. That's Ephesians 4, verse 27. And you seal up the doors or the access realms in your life to make sure that the enemy has no place in your life, okay? So where he was once trafficking, where, where he was able to break through the wall, however you gave him access, whatever realm of sin that you were engaged in, after it's repented of and renounced, then what do you do? You seal that doorway up to give the enemy no access. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so the Southern border, my gosh, it, it has to be sealed immediately. Can I get a witness out there? Here's a report, Bill Melligan. He reported from Lukeville, Arizona, on Wednesday of this week. And he showed a massive line of illegals at the border. and most of the illegals were uh, military aid single men from around the world, including Africa and Syria. And they would most likely in the report be released into the U.S. They said they went on to say that human smugglers, um, coyotes working for the Mexican cartel have recently diverted tens of thousands of illegals per month to Tucson and Lukeville. And apprehensions uh, and narcotics and fentanyl events have spiked in Tucson, Arizona. Guys, we we need to stop borrowing money right now to send to the nation of Ukraine and we need to stop all of the border entry and add aid and add security and send our military to the border now. And you know, listen, the the war and the conflict in Israel is so vitally important and I've I have talked and talked about this because it is it is it it is the epicenter. It really is. It's the epicenter. And this is growing throughout the earth. And don't think that you're not going to be touched by this because you will be. It's not something that's going on far over there, somewhere in distance, distant lands. But I say this concerning Israel because the attack on the U.S., uh, the attack that could potentially come that they desire to bring upon this country they want to do something in this nation that would it would make 9/11 pale in compare in comparison from 2001 okay so remember in the minds you okay over there remember in the minds of the jihadists and the islamists that israel to them is the little satan america is the big satan and they would like nothing more than to launch something in our country, not only to just cause chaos, but to unleash death. And that's why we need to be interceding and praying. Folks, we're in a life and death situation. Please, please hear me. We're in a life and death situation. That's why we must be alert and sober and interceding and watchful, head like a swivel at all times, watchful, but also praying and interceding at all times, so that we are directed by the Spirit of God, we're led by the Spirit of God, we're driven out of places by the Spirit of God, uh, if danger is present. Now, I'm going to segue into this, as Dutch Sheets has taught us for so many years, uh, and some of you are are new newer to Dutch's ministry because of Give Him Fifteen, and, and of course, the the wave of that and the influence of that has went so far and wide, and of course, the victory channel has taken that through um oh what's it called flashpoint and with the flashpoint army and so on and so forth of course dutch has been in our lives for many many years gosh uh, more than 20 years Uh, but he has taught us so well concerning intercession and the word paga and um and i know that he's just been diving into this all the more um in the last month um but in the last several weeks, as we have been talking about getting ourselves prepared and being watchful, I want to jump into this concerning Pagah, because we've been sharing about the, the power of prayer for protection, and it's a theme today. One of the, one of the Hebrew me- meanings for the word intercession we know is Pagah, and it means, it, it's this, its meaning is boundary or border. Of course, that's why I'm talking about the border of our nation and the boundary, So Pagah is boundary or border. It's the point at which two territories meet and connect and extend to which a border reaches. In Joshua chapter 19, Pagah is used repeatedly in this way. And when used in the context of intercessory prayer, Pagah is establishing a boundary or walls of protection the marking of one's territory as their own. So what am I getting at? So through prayer, through powerful prayer and intercession, we build our walls of protection around individuals. I, and this has probably happened to many of you. And I, I, have, I have countless examples. I remember many months ago, somebody very dear to me. Um, I had no idea where they were uh, at that time, um, but the Lord woke me up. Uh, I remember after 2 a.m. and had me in a a high, high level of intense intercession, warring for their life, drawing protective walls uh, and boundaries around them that the enemy could not touch them. The enemy could not snuff their life out prematurely. And uh, only in the next coming hours of that morning did I get word and was told what had happened to that individual, where they were, what they were doing, what happened, and the Spirit of God, again, you know, in the natural, I did not know, but the Spirit of God moved upon me, woke me up, had me in a place of what, paga, of drawing the borders, okay, and so when, when we pray, we're able to build walls of protection around individuals, You can look in Isaiah chapter 26 and verse 1, Isaiah 60, verse 18, speaks of God's protection as walls. This is important. It literally speaks of God's protection as walls. So it says, in that day, this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. He has set up walls and ramparts for security. And I'm quoting, violence will not be heard again in your land nor devastation or destruction within your borders, but you will call your walls salvation and your gates praise. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, I love that. There's fire on that. You know, in the book, um, it's called Prayer That Moves Mountains. Prayer That Moves Mountains. It's by... Gordon Lindsay, and of course, uh, Gordon and his wife Frida—they they were the pioneers that launched CFNI, Christ for the Nations Institute, in Dallas, Texas. And he tells this story in the book called "Prayer That Moves Mountains." He says, "Unknown to a Christian Armenian, bandits followed his caravan as he transported merchandise across." the desert to a town in turkish uh, armenia the bandits waited until after dark to attack but upon approaching the caravan they were astonished to see high walls surrounding it the same scenario happened on the following day with high walls again protecting the caravan at night on the third night however the walls were broken in places allowing the bandit bandits access to the merchant frightened by the mystery of the walls the leader of the bandit offered to spare the merchant and his caravan if he had just if he could just share the secret of the walls with him having no knowledge of the walls the merchant replied that all he knew was that each evening he prayed committing himself and those with him to God. But on that particular evening, he had not prayed as usual due to his tiredness and probably accounted which probably accounted for the breaks in the walls. This testimony so amazed the bandits that they gave their lives to Christ. And I'm quoting right there. That comes right out of the book, Prayer That Moves Mountains. That's by Gordon Lindsay. Now, many of you, I mean you may find this story just unbelievable, but really, why should that surprise any of us? God God simply allowed the bandits to see what existed in the spiritual realm. What am I getting at? My point was they were seeing walls of protection and they naturally assumed that the walls were literal. Zechariah chapter 2 verse 5, Zechariah chapter 2 verse 5. It speaks of protective walls of fire, of fire. And I pray this continuously. It says, for I declare the Lord will be a wall of fire around her and I will be the glory in her midst. That's so powerful. I pray that all the time over our lives, over my wife, over my children, over this ministry, over those I pastor. Father, be like a wall of fire when you're in intercession and you're interceding when you're when you're interceding over your city when you're overseeing over America when you're interceding over Israel or, or whatever nation God is putting in your heart at that moment or region or territory or individual or person pray that way take this promise of God father I just speak and declare that your glory will be like a wall of fire about them. Your glory will be a defense. The fire of your presence will act as a defense around this individual and that you will surround them and be the glory in the midst of them. Supernatural protections, as illustrated just by the story that I was in, they occur through consistent prayer, but also through strategic times of intercession when we're sensitive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. And so what happens is the Holy Spirit, He alerts us in critical times of need. Hear that again. Remember I said in in the beginning of this episode, make sure you do not ignore warnings. The Holy Spirit will speak to you. He will move you. You will feel promptings by the Holy Spirit. And as you receive them, they can come in critical times of need. The Holy Spirit can alert you and he can, he can give you a sense that can be foreboding or, or he can give you an uneasiness uh, concerning someone or simply by hearing him, you know, having the Lord speak to you about an individual. And so I want to set some of this in the context of Scripture concerning spiritual warfare that the Holy Spirit, He speaks to us in alerts. Let me say that again. The Holy Spirit speaks to us in alerts. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, it says, with all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit, and with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. That's so powerful. So, You know, most people assume that when they hear that, it's telling us to pray at all times, but that's not really what it's saying. The word times in the Greek, in this passage in Ephesians 6, it's the word kairos, which means a strategic or opportune time. Hear that again. Kairos is the strategic or it's the opportune time. So God is saying in that, in light of spiritual warfare, that we are engaged in as sons and daughters of God, and you've got to recognize that, and you've got to recognize that no one's exempt and no one can get out of that. You've got to learn to engage in spiritual warfare. So you have to be alert for Satan's attacks against you, against others, okay? And you can be warned in kairos moments or strategic opportune times, okay? And if we're alert... If we're alert, the Holy Spirit then can warn us. And if we pray, the Lord can intervene. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, it also used this word kairos. It says, let us come boldly before the throne of grace so that we can obtain mercy and find grace um, in our time of need. And the word time there, again, is kairos. Okay, so it's a strategic time. of. So, of course, we're, we're always welcomed at the throne of God at all times. But in this verse, it's actually referring to a strategic time of need. The Amplified Translation says an appropriate blessing coming just at the right moment. Man, I love that. So, um, there's a Hebrew counterpart to this Greek word as well. With Kairos, and it's the word eth. Also, a word for a strategic time. Listen to it in in uh, this is the word eth in Psalm 9 and verse 9. God tells us that he is a stronghold in times of trouble. This is Psalm 9 and verse 9. God says he's a stronghold in times, and that's the word eths. Okay. So in times of trouble. So these verses tell us that we can pray strategically in a Kairos or eth time of trouble or a time of attack. And we can receive immediate help in our time of need. Uh, Dutch was talking recently about this story concerning oral Roberts, which is a, a, a powerful story. And I had heard it from other ministers as well. Um, But it's a story about the Holy Spirit's intervention during a Kairos-timed attack upon Oral Roberts' family. And it says, it says, after ministering at at a conference over a thousand miles away from home, Oral Roberts had gone to bed in his hotel when he was suddenly awakened and he heard these words, your wife and your children in Tulsa are in serious danger. Pray. He spent time in deep intercession. This is many, many, many years ago. He spent time in intercession until he finally felt the burden lift off of him. And when he returned home from Tulsa, his wife, Evelyn, told him one night, listen to this, one night after her and the children had gone to bed, she heard someone trying to break into their home. She was paralyzed with fear and with fright and she was unable to do anything other than to just pray for God's help and for Oral to be alerted and to cover them and pray for them immediately. Now, thankfully, in the story, what's amazing is that the intruder left without ever entering into their home. And as they compared, when Oral got home, he compared his, his experience with his wife and realized that he had been alerted at the exact same time that Evelyn had heard the intruder. That's powerful, powerful. That's a Kairos attack. A Kairos attack has to be met with a Kairos answer. Hear that. A Kairos attack has to be met with a Kairos answer. It has to be met with Kairos intercession and prayer to build walls of protection, to build boundaries of protection. How is it established? It's established through intercession, okay? Okay established through intercession, and God's promises of protection are then fulfilled. Okay? Never assume that a warning such as this is just your imagination. Somebody needs to hear that out there. Never assume that it's just your imagination. When you feel a warning from the Lord, you need to engage your faith for God's protection. I, w- I want to say this for all the men out there. You know, my son's in the room right now in the studio. He's newly married. Listen, men, if you, if you feel a warning from the Holy Spirit to pray over your bride, over your wife, over your children, over your brother, over your sister, your extended family, don't think that, wow, that was a strange thought. No, take hold of that thought and begin to pray. In the spirit, use the arsenal of praying in the spirit, praying in tongues, praying with your understanding, praying in the natural, and building the walls and borders of protection over your loved ones. It's so important. And I I know that many in the audience are watchmen and understand the Lord has done this to me so much throughout my own life. It's like being in the Department of Homeland Security. Where he will literally just lift me up and take me into parts of our nation to begin to pray over that city, or to begin to pray over that region, uh, or pray over specific parts of our ocean. <laughs> That's what the Lord does. Ephesians six and verse eighteen. Again, the verse tells us to pray. Listen to this. The verse tells us to pray at all Kairos times, and it urges us to be watching for one another. And that word watching there in the Greek, it literally just simply, it simply means stay awake, stay awake. Okay. Just as praying always, obviously it doesn't mean that we ought to be praying 24 seven. Okay. This, this word doesn't mean you're never going to be going to sleep. Okay. And so it means to remain alert. Okay. Like a, like an awake sentry or a night watchman, excuse me, will do. I'm going to pause here and just get a quick drink. For those of you that are listening, just got to grab a quick drink. For those of you that are watching, grab your coffee. All right, and we're back. <laughs> so this, this phrase here, um, you know, we, we've heard this phrase, don't go to sleep on the job. Hello, anybody out there ever heard the phrase, "Don't don't go to sleep on the job? Well, that's exactly what this means. It's talking about staying alert and active with the Holy Spirit. So I'm about to close up in the next few minutes. And so uh, we we are on our watch. I, I want to say on a, on a very personal level, what is God saying to us as his beloved children? What is God saying to us as his sons and daughters? okay. I believe I believe a couple practical things that I want you to hear today. I believe that God is saying to us, I am with you in all that you do. I believe that God wants you to remember he's with you in the most menial task. I believe God wants you to hear today that he's always aware of you. God is always aware of you. He's concerned about every detail of your life. Somebody needs to hear this today. God is concerned about every detail of your life. Nothing escapes his notice. Not even the number of the hairs on your head. I mean, that's Bible. He knows every hair on our head has been numbered. For those of you that have gone bald, there's grace and mercy for you. And we're interceding for you right now in this Kairos moment. (laughs) Okay, stay with me. Come on, stay with me. But God notices you. He knows where you're at. Okay. He knows everything that you're engaged in. And he has numbered every hair on your head and that through the experiences of our lives and what we're seeing going on around us. God wants us to be focused and fixed upon him. He doesn't want us to be overwhelmed by our consciousness of problems or the details of problems and So much of that, men, can just leave you completely empty. Jesus wants you to know. He's saying this today. Jesus is saying, learn to look at me steadily. Learn to look at me in all of your moments. Learn to look at me in all of your circumstances. Not just being a watchman for our nation. But listen, learn to look at the Lord. Learn to gaze upon the Lord, to be with the Lord, spending quality time in prayer, developing your inner life, developing your inner world, time with the Holy Spirit. Okay. And I believe the Lord would say to us though, though the world is so unstable, though the world is in such flux right now that we need time uninterrupted in his presence. Fix your eyes on the Lord, fix your eyes on the unseen, even Though the visible world is parading itself before us, we've got to keep our eyes fixed on the Lord. Listen to this. This is right out of Matthew chapter 10, and I'm closing in the next few moments. Matthew 10, verses 29 through 31. It says, are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them fall to the ground apart from the will of your father. And even the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 27, it says, By faith he left Egypt. Who's that? This is Moses. He left Egypt not fearing the king's anger, and he persevered because he saw him who is invisible. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. So fix your eyes not on that which is seen, but on that which is unseen for what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Hallelujah. Let's pray together today. Father, I just, I thank you that you have instructed us to fear no evil. Hallelujah. Your word has told us fear no evil. Lord, your word tells us if we are alert, the Holy Spirit will warn us of attacks in strategic a time. When we need to pray for prayers of protection. Thank you Lord we can live, we can live in the secret place of daily protection. Psalm 91. Hallelujah, under the shadow of the most high. I thank you Holy Spirit that you can awaken us, you can alert us to be watchful. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that how we are in relationship with you. I thank you, Lord, that we can ask you even now for higher levels of discernment. I pray that for each of my friends, higher level of discernment, higher level of sensitivity, the ability to pick up on alerts for our own families, for our own friends, for leaders, for others in our lives, Lord, that, Lord, we would be sharp, that we would be alert and Holy Spirit, you would commune with us. We refuse to live in fear. In December of 2023, we refuse to live in fear, Lord, regardless of what happens all around us. We have our spiritual armor of protection, including the shield of faith and our weapon of prayer. Hallelujah. And Lord, we will pray during these times. We will build walls. We will build up Protection, boundaries of protection around ourselves and others. And we declare that no weapon formed against us or our families or our friends will prosper. Every tongue that rises up against them will meet only judgment. They'll be condemned by the name of the Lord. For this is the heritage of the family members of the Most High God. Hallelujah. That is your word. And Lord, we continue to decree your word over Israel. Lord God, that you will give them victory, that they will have overwhelming triumph and victory over this evil in Jesus' name. And I pray that, Lord, their victories will become a praise throughout the entire earth. I pray, Lord, today on December 7th, 2023, Lord, that the enemy's plans to try to inject us into a World War III will not be able to happen. Father God, I pray that you will use your ecclesia to be on their watch, to be praying, to secure this nation, to shield this nation. And Father God, again, we pray over any level of strategy from those in the dark realm that are in this nation right now, that we say again, let there be light upon them, that there would be no place to hide, That every strategy that they are trying to do against our nation, Lord, would be discovered, found out, overturned, prosecuted, righteous retribution would come to them in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for America today. We pray for a great spiritual awakening upon America, revival to come the greatest harvest of millions upon millions of souls here in America and billions in the earth at this time in the name of Jesus. And Father, we just speak your name over America and raise a hallelujah. Amen and amen. Guys, I want to thank you for being with us. And I want to thank you so much for praying for my wife and I, our family Victory here in Sarasota, Victory, a church of his presence. Thank you for interceding for us. Thank you for sowing any dollar amount. You can go to victoryfla.com. You can give there for our miracle building fund for revival, for awakening, for world missions, for Israel. Um, And I just, I want to thank all of you that have been sowing towards Israel, especially ministries that we have been Um, directly partnering with, I can't thank you enough. Uh, And even before this week is out, uh, there's more seed that we're putting in the ground uh, for Israel and for ministries there, boots on the ground. And I'm so thankful that we can. Uh, This is a strategic time. And as we go into 2024, this is a strategic time for our ministry. Um, It requires finances to go forward. We never want to be backwards about saying that. It requires money. Um, we need miracle money. God has been providing for our ministry tremendously. And it is due to the generosity of our partnership. Those of you here locally, those of you here in the church, those of you abroad that are partners with us, again, you can always give safely and securely, victoryfla.com. And I just want to say thank you on the behalf of my wife and I again today. Remember this, the future does not belong to the God-mockers. It doesn't belong to the (laughs) God-haters. Oh, no. The future belongs to the righteous, and the righteous are bold as lions. And until we meet again, or you hear me again, or see me again, (laughs) keep the fire burning.